Howdy, partner. Country Rick here. And I just wanted to introduce this week's Millennial Manchild Podcast. The best kept secret on the internet. With one of my favorite people in the entire world. Miles Casey. The Millennial Manchild himself. Oh, wow. Thanks, Rick. That was very sweet of you. Very, very sweet. I'm sure we'll be seeing more of you in the future since that's one of the two voices I think I can probably maybe get away with. I'm sure that was terrible, but you know, gotta practice. Gotta practice. <laughs> so how are we doing, folks? Welcome back to the Millennial Manchild Podcast, episode 26. Holy moly. Do the math. That's six months of Millennial Manchild Podcast. So today, I'm kind of getting a little, you know, I'm reflecting. I'm looking back on some of the episodes, thinking about kind of how far I've come, the growth of the podcast, you know, how it's helped me, all that fun stuff. That's what I'm going to talk about today. Also going to talk a little bit about some current events, since I haven't done that recently either. Yeah, but I think it'll be a fun episode. I'm going to be talking a little bit about that stuff later, but before we get into that, as always, I wanted to say, you know, please feel free to rate, like, subscribe, share it with a friend, uh, you know, all that fun stuff. Really helps me out, keeps me going, gets me excited when I see that, warms my heart, my cold, dead heart, you know, really warms it somehow. Little tiny ember appears, and I don't know. But yeah, thanks for doing that. Also, follow me on Instagram, MilesKC06, and at Twitter, uh, MKC06 for more shenanigans and terrible updates by me. Yeah, but um, let's just get into it here. I have been crazy busy, folks. I'm sure you're like, oh yeah, about time, you lazy bastard. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, I've been busy these past couple weeks, getting back in the swing of working. But it's been good. I'm embracing the busy. I'm I'm accepting and enjoying it. It's a nice change of pace from that past, you know, almost a year of, you know, there was some work here and there, whatever, but it was mainly downtime, being able to try and figure out what I want to do, able to just, you know, breathe a little and kind of figure out my life. So it was really nice, but it's good to feel useful again. It's, it's good to be busy, not to have so much idle time, because it's easy to get caught up in that trap of, not using your time wisely when you have too much time or what would appear to be too much time because <laughs> it's a valuable resource. We all know that, right? Anyways, uh, so yeah, I've been busy training at Starbucks and Barbecue House. I finished up most of my training at Starbucks this past week. It's going well. Luckily, um, I'm a pretty quick learner. And despite what you might think after the last episode, uh, the 420 Friendly episode, I got a still trap up there, folks. My memory, pretty good. Pretty dang good. So, I'm learning quick, making, there's a million drinks at Starbucks you gotta learn, so, you know, it's just gonna take a little time, but I'm getting there. It's, it's going all right so far. Even picked up a shift already. Before I was even done with my training, I was already out there picking up shifts, killing the game. So, that's been fun. Also, all the coworkers and stuff that have been there so far have been very helpful answering all my stupid questions and helping me, you know, figure it out at both jobs, barbecue house and at Starbucks. So that's been good. It's been good. 
Um, besides that, I went to a new open mic last week, which was fun. It was a mixed mic. They have people like playing guitars and you know music mostly at this place. So it was interesting to get up in front of a bunch of like kind of people who are playing songs and some of them have maybe been written by them, right? And they're like kind of pouring their heart out and you know their love songs and this, that, and the other. And I can get up, get up there, and I'm talking about homeless people and farts and masturbating. So you know I, I was fitting right in pretty much. Um, it wasn't weird <laughs> at all. No, it went all right though. It is kind of strange doing comedy in a like a cafe. You know, you can see everybody's face. It's fairly well lit. So the, yeah, it was it was weird. You know, everybody's staring at me, just those beady eyes, and I'm just like up there telling my jokes or trying to tell my jokes. But yeah, it's nice to get out of the. You know, that was a new place. It's nice to get out of the usual routine, kind of test yourself, get out of the comfort zone again, and keep growing. So. It was good. I'll probably go back there maybe tomorrow unless I go to another one, but we'll see. Uh, haven't decided yet, but it's happening one way or the other. Speaking of tomorrow, I got a new challenge again. I'm going to be getting up earlier than Jesus on Resurrection Day. Like, I have to get up at four, I have to be at Starbucks at 4.30. I'm helping learning how to open, I think. So, whew, that's going to be rough. So, thoughts and prayers for me, please. Thank you. Um, besides that, I have two winners of the tie-dye shirt contest, finally. Uh, they are true Millennial Manchild fans, I guess, because they listened to the whole episode. Because that's what you had to do, basically. If you listened to all of the last episode, and then you went into the Instagram DMs and asked for the tie-dye shirt, you won. That's, that's how I decided it. Maybe it's fair, maybe it's not, but... Hey, I found out who was actually listening to the whole episode, and it was two people. <laughs> so, shout out to Jordan Cotis and EJ Hiss. They'll be getting those tie-dyes. Uh, I'll be making those hopefully within the next week or so. Um, besides that, I guess I should say real quick, hi, Mom. Uh, I guess she's listening to the podcast. We had had a, a chat previously um, about how you know she was going to respect my wishes and not, not really listen to the podcast, but she decided to listen to last week's episode out of all of them. Hey, hey, that's a good one to listen to. So, yeah, I haven't talked to her yet. She wants to, you know, talk to me today. It should be an interesting conversation. Looking forward to that. Always never a dull moment in the life of the millennial man-child. Uh, but yeah, anyways, besides that, life's been good. Uh, we're going to get into it, though. I'll quit boring you with this ramble. Um, yeah, so enjoy today's episode. Thanks for listening. Life's too short to even care at all. I'm losing my mind, losing my mind, losing control. These fishes in the sea, they're staring at me.
folks. So, before we get into talking about, you know, six months of the Millennial Man Child podcast, I did want to talk some current events. Some craziness has been happening in the news lately, and some pretty awesome things that shouldn't be ignored, and I think it'll be fun to talk about. So, yeah, we're going to do that first. Uh, the big one being, hopefully you've heard, I mean, you'd have to be hiding under a rock, I imagine, to have not heard about this, but uh, the peace talks in North Korea and South Korea have gone underway, which is awesome. They had that cool moment where both the presidents were shaking hands on both sides of the border, and then they went in to go begin the talks. Uh, I'm optimistic. I hope that Donald can pull this off. He really, in a weird way, had a lot to do with this, it seems. That's what people on there are saying, from what I'm reading. And I don't want to say he's not getting his credit, because he certainly is in some instances, but it is weird how... This is a good thing in my eyes. This is a very good thing. You know, living on the West Coast, a denuclearized North Korea is optimal, very ideal in my eyes. So I guess I'm saying, like, it's weird how some people probably won't even give him any credit in this or will kind of ignore it, maybe even. Right? I find that interesting how it's almost like they want him to fail so bad that they don't want him to succeed at all. Even if it's good for us, people think that way. I don't know. Just been something I've seen online a little bit. I just thought I'd mention it's like kind of weird. Like a, a, another great example in kind of a different vein, though, is like the Kanye West thing. Like Donald Trump is so toxic that when Kanye West came out as a supporter, uh, you know, he lost like a ton of fans apparently, a ton of followers on Twitter, made a lot of people mad. And just, like, not only does it go to show how tribal we are, but it's kind of crazy that just because somebody, like Kanye said, like, he saw, <clears throat> excuse me, he, that he saw, like, the dragon energy, like, Trump has that similar dragon energy. And I guess what that means in my mind is, like, Trump's a disruptor. He came into the political system, fucking flipped it upside down on its head, even though he's doing business as usual, I would say now, more or less. Um, he kind of, you know was the disruptor. He broke the system a little bit. And Kanye, he was a disruptor. He did that with music. So I can feel, I feel like he sees himself in him a little bit. Like he's like, ah, I see you, son. Like, what's up, Donald? Doing your thing? <clears throat> I feel like it's more like that than it is, you know, just a, a, a flat out woohoo support for Donald Trump. But people, they're upset. They got mad. So I, I just find that interesting how you can just kind of forget everything that Kanye has done in the past. Maybe you've been on like the edge, right? You've been like, oh, Kanye does one more thing. I'm done. Because I get it. He's he's fucked up a lot. and But I, I can't not listen to his music. It's such... It's just amazing. He's done so much for music. You know, producing albums like The Blueprint 3 and putting out Graduation, College Dropout, like Registration, My, uh, my Dark Twisted Fantasy, whatever, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Amazing. Like these, all these albums, so many albums, so many good songs. I mean, I'll, I'll never not like Kanye, I feel like. So it's so weird that people just dismiss him and just they almost will dismiss half the population. All right. That's kind of what I was, you know, getting at here is like, if I had to lo not like people because of who they voted for, <clears throat> because I disagree with them, 
I would have a lot less friends. I would have family members I didn't talk to, friends I didn't talk to. And I think that's part of the problem. Maybe we don't realize we have so much more in common than we do different. And we just don't, you know, we see each other as the other instead of, you know, similar or kind of as one. Because we're, we're all just fucking people, right? I don't know. Anyways, it's kind of crazy uh, seeing that. And it's so funny because often when I, I've been thinking about Donald Trump a lot lately. I try not to <laughs> because it is cancer on my brain typically. But it's so funny. Like, I've been thinking a lot about Trump lately. And he really is just so fucking American. And in, in some of the worst ways probably. But he's like a caricature of America. You know, he's... He's, he has the power, the fame, the wealth, the status. He's a winner. He doesn't lose. Like he very thinks very highly of himself. Does what he wants, says what he wants. Doesn't really get in trouble. Right? Doesn't really have to face many consequences. It sounds familiar, right? Kind of sounds like the history of America a little bit, right? We kind of do what we want. We got all the power. We're just flexing on people. I don't know. So it's just funny that he's kind of been almost in a way for like we can look in a mirror and be like oh that is kind of it's almost like we can see people that love him people that hate him it's almost like that we can see ourselves in him a little bit like maybe for some people you think it's the worst of you you think oh that's the fame and the greed and the wealth and some of the things that can be really toxic on who you are and kind of change who you are but it could have easily you know had you been put in Donald Trump's shoes, you could have easily ended up that same way. Who's to say you would be who you are given those choices, you know, doing what he did? I don't know. It's interesting. I might not be making much sense here, but I don't know. It's, it, Donald Trump basically is the most exaggerated stereotype of America, and he's our president, so it's kind of funny in a way. Kind of ironic, I guess. I don't know. But on the other side of that, you know, I was talking about how liberals were getting upset maybe about Kanye. People don't like that he's supporting Trump. Um, in the same vein, it's so funny to see conservatives getting upset about the correspondence dinner, uh, the White House correspondence dinner. I don't know if you saw this, but they always have a comedian every year, and uh, you know, typically comedians are left leaning, you know, plain and simple. But uh, this year they got Michelle Wolf. She is hilarious. She has a special on HBO that is really funny. And, you know, she's people are upset because she said some mean jokes. She's a fucking comedian, people. This is what people this is what you pay them to do, to get up there to say jokes, to be funny. And it's true. Uh, she's been on the Daily Show. She's a correspondent there. Of course, she's going to be able to lambast people, people. She's relevant with what's going on. Like she knows what's going on politically. She's not stupid. And you're the one who chose her. You know what you're getting into. I just the fake outrage over this about her saying some stuff and then these conservative snowflakes getting mad. They're supposed, you know, they're like, oh, liberals are always this, that, and the other. And then, you know, somebody that they finally respect or actually agree with kind of gets shit on. And they're like, oh, wow, you can't do that. But if somebody, you know, if liberals are shitting on somebody, they're like, oh, my God, you're just too sensitive. You're so, you know, you're a snowflake. You're, you're a crybaby. It's just so disingenuous, so hypocritical. And it's, you know, that's the, come on, I thought you were the party of free speech conservatives. Let her say what she wants. That's how I feel. I thought it was kind of funny, too. People are hating. She's a comedian. It's jokes. Get over it. And I'll probably almost always take the comedian side because 
that's just who I am and what I want to be. So like, in a way, I'm very tribal about it too. And it's it's just you have to recognize these things. So if you if you at least recognize it and you can kind of call it out, it helps you grow as a person. It helps you understand yourself a little better, right? Which kind of leads me into my next point. Even you know, I wanted to talk about the six months of Millennial Manchild podcast. Have a little reflection on it and just generally talk about how it's helped me because it has been very helpful for me. It's been a very positive influence in my life and I have to say it's been really good for me. Like I didn't, it's so funny when I started this I had no idea what I'm doing. I still have no idea what I'm doing but I think I'm getting slightly better at, at the, you know, whatever this is I guess and it's fun to see the growth because I look back at some of those first episodes. I mean, I can't really listen to any of the past episodes. I just hate listening to myself with a passion. And I'm sure if I heard some of the intros that I've done in the past, I might just quit doing this podcast all all together. And I can't have that. But, you know, there's been some growth. I feel like I've been able to be more coherent, uh, be a little bit better about talking fluidly and expressing myself. So it's been very beneficial to me. It's allowed me to kind of dig a little deeper, go go within myself, be introspective, and ask myself more questions about what I want to do. Am I doing the right thing? Why do I want to do these things? You know, Because when I'm just sitting here mostly by myself talking, you kind of have to come up with all the content yourself and like look within and really kind of analyze your thoughts and your ideas. So that's been really fun for me. It's allowed me to you know, over this past six months, I've probably grown more as a person than in the past couple of years, maybe. That might be a bit of an exaggeration, but it almost feels that way. Now that I'm doing the podcast, I'm allowing myself to do stand-up. I'm starting to work again. Like, I'm really kind of hitting my stride, starting to do all these little things that are pushing me forward and giving me momentum to continue to, you know, and whatever it is, chase the, chase the dream, chase my goals, you know, whatever. Because... Like, without the podcast, I feel like it helps keep me honest. You know, if I say something on here, I have a few of you that'll reach out and be like, hey, did you get it done? Did you do it? And that motivates me. And also just saying it like this and putting it out there, it's about not just talking the talk, but walking the walk, right? So it's good because it helps me keep me honest in that sense. It helps keep me in check because I am one of those people who has a tendency to let things slide a little bit, maybe procrastinate too much. And it's not a good trait, I, I admit it. But uh, with the podcast, you know, I, it's another way to kind of slowly combat it, slowly keep myself in check. So that's good. And another fun thing about the podcast is it's not only a place, it's like a weird little form of maybe therapy where I come here and vent and I talk about my problems and how I feel about this or that, you know, it's a nice outlet for me for sure. But it's also a place for me to kind of be vulnerable a little bit, express some feelings, whether, you know, I'm feeling a little bit down in the dumps, feeling a little depressed, or if I'm uh, feeling uninspired or unmotivated, you know, but still trying to power through, still trying to do the work. In a way, I want other people to know that you know, if they're going through a period of depression or being unmotivated or feeling this side or the other, that they're not the only one, too. Because I know for me, uh, when I felt very isolated or alone, I feel like, oh, these all these problems are me and 
I can't believe I have all these problems. You know, you really get focused on yourself and, you know, just knowing that other people have those problems kind of help sometimes bring you out of the funk a little bit. So that's why I talk about that stuff. That's why I do this. And like I said, again, it's kind of a therapy for me in a weird way. It allows me to just kind of have that cathartic moment of letting it out, putting it out into the ether and hopefully, you know, maybe somebody gets a little something out of it. And if not, it's been no, it's good for me to, again, to grow and put myself in kind of sometimes uncomfortable situations and talking about things that may be a little uncomfortable for me as well. So again, it's, it's all kind of this six months of this podcast has been huge for me. And I wanted to say thank you to everybody who's been continuing to listen. It's much appreciated. Your support, your, you know, little comments here and there and, you know, kind of get her done type attitude for me has been very helpful and it means a lot to me for sure. Uh, but the, the other thing that, you know, kind of reviewing this six months type of thing brought back or, you know, brought to my idea, to my mind, I can't talk right now, sorry. Uh, was looking at my yearly goals again. And it's, you know, it's been about four months. It's a good time to kind of evaluate, to look at them. And what I ended up finding out was awesome because I'm on pace to easily hit four out of the five goals I had made that I had talked about on that New Year's episode, I believe. Uh, the five goals were double my stage time, which I'm easily on pace for right now because I think at this time last year I had maybe done five open mics total. I did almost five open mics in the past two weeks, so, you know, easily doubling it. That's great. Feeling confident about that. Um, another thing, one podcast a week. So far, so good. Been nailing that. And uh, number, the third one was to read five books. Also nailing that. Uh, the one I'm struggling on is to lose 15 pounds. Like I said, the diet's been horrific lately, but again, that'll allow me to refocus. That's what's fun about this. I'm kind of looking at these goals and like seeing that I'm checking them off the list. It allows me to make new goals and using those little steps, using these goals as like little stepping stones to keep going forward. You know, maybe I undershot a little bit, like five books. That's not that much for a whole year and I'm almost there already. So sure, maybe I undershot, but it feels good to hit that, hit that goal. And then I can recalibrate. I'm like, all right, five more or, you know, uh, triple stage time after I double it, whatever I can. It's easy to recalibrate the goals once you kind of find what you're doing and uh, can really get a feel for it a little bit. So, you know, in the last one, the fifth goal was to get stable income. Obviously, I have two jobs now. So, again, I was checking off these little lists and those goals, and it's kind of got me excited to make some new goals, actually. I'll probably talk about them next week because I want to have some more time to think of them uh, and kind of evaluate where I want to head next. But, yeah, it's, it's good to kind of – have these reflective moments. I know I talk about it a lot on here, whether it's journaling or meditating, but uh, it's been fun for me with this podcast. It's been a very positive experience and helped me grow. Sure, I've had times where I've digressed, whether it's a, an episode that hasn't been as good or kind of half-hearted um, or, you know, moments of weakness where I just like didn't go to the open mic because I was feeling lazy. Those are those moments still happen, but they they are happening less and less and I'm starting to gain more confidence. So, Again, thank you all for listening. It's much appreciated. Pissed off my shoes to dash it in the rain. Wore my jacket as a cape and my umbrella as a cane. The richest man rocks the snatchless necklace. Spineless bitches in backless dresses. Wore my feelings on my sleeveless. 
My weed seedless, my trees leafless. I miss my diagonal grilled cheeses. And back when Mike Jackson was still Jesus. Before I believed in not believing in. Yeah, I ain't hell. Who believed in me not breathing in? Cigarettes stained smile all covered in sin. My big homie died young, just turned older than him. I seen it happen, I seen it happen, I see it always. He'll still be screaming, I see his demons in empty hallways. I trip to make the fall shorter. Fall quarter was just a tall order. And I'm hungry, I'm just not that thirsty. As of late, all my verses seem not so versy. And all my words just mean controversy. Took the team up off my back like that's not your jersey. Stressing, pulling my hair out, hoping I don't get picked. All this medicine in me, hoping I don't get sick. Making all of this money, hoping I don't get rich. This nigga still getting bodied for phones. Sometimes the truth don't rhyme. Sometimes the lies get millions of views. Funerals for little girls, is that a feeling of you? From your cubicle, desktop, what a beautiful view. I think love is beautiful too. Building forts from broken dams, what a hoover could do. For future hoopers, dead from Ruger, shooting through the empty alley. Could've threw them an alley-oop, helping them do good in school. Damn, that ass is burned with There we have it, folks. The 26th episode of the Millennial Manchild podcast is in the books. Can you believe it? Six months. Half a year. Woo, time flies when you're having fun, folks. And uh, I have to admit, like I said, I'm having fun. This has been good for me. Very positive overall. So, as always, thank you for listening. Much appreciated. Don't forget to rate, like, subscribe, share if you're enjoying the podcast. That'll, you know, really help me out, make me feel super good inside and warm my cold, cold, dead heart. So that's much appreciated. Um, as always, don't forget to follow me on Instagram at MilesKCO6. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at MKCO6 for more shenanigans and fun updates there. Uh, but yeah, as always, I wanted to say, you know, these outros are often very similar, and I try to keep them that way on purpose because it's fun for me to not only kind of recap my week, but it kind of keeps me in check. I use these outros to talk about, you know, my exercise, my diet, meditation, journaling, all that stuff that helps me stay balanced, right? So I'm sure these outros are kind of boring sometimes, but it's important to me because it helps me give a little bit of an honest evaluation of myself. And like this past week, I did a pretty good job of exercising, but I didn't do a great job of dieting, right? So I'm trying to talk about that and think about it. Because then it's like actively in my brain and I can hopefully start to make better choices and self-correct and improve. Again, that's always what this podcast has kind of been about for me. So, you know, thank you for even listening to these shitty outros and all that shit as well. Because I do appreciate it bearing with me through these, uh, you know, when I'm talking about my dietary moments of weakness, which are, you know, constant and uh, never ending it would seem. But... Maybe one of these days I'll, I'll cure that addiction to gummy worms. We'll see. Um, but yeah, anyways, this past week, like I said, diet wasn't great. And neither were my meditation or journaling. I did do it a few times. And I am giving myself a little bit of a pass here. Because I, you know, have started these two new jobs. And so I was trying to do open mics and trying to make the podcast and blah, blah, blah. I'm much busier. So... Of course, it's a little bit harder to find time, but I definitely had time. There was times to do it when I didn't make the right choice. You know, I could have went and did a quick journal entry and, you know, make sure I'm not letting shit get cluttered up in my head or I'm staying on the right path, that type of thing. And 
also with the meditation. It's nice to breathe, to sit down and be in silence and just try to clear your mind and empty your mind from all these rushing thoughts and latching onto them and being caught in that torrent of just crazy thoughts that never seems to end, right? So just, you know, I, I got to make sure to get those back in the rotation and start to make time. And like I said, because I, I know I have it, just got to sit down and do it and don't let it just kind of slip away to the wayside because I'm busy. I can't, I can't make time anymore because I have, you no, know, I definitely have time. So um, just, just putting that out there. Uh, but other than that, I think that's pretty much it. I guess I will mention here two things to check out. Uh, these are two podcasts. Um, the first one, you may have heard of this one. It's a little podcast called The Joe Rogan Experience, uh, episode 1109 with Matthew Walker. And I found it fascinating because I'm a pretty big believer in it's about this is Matthew Walker is like a sleep scientist. And they just kind of go into the details of like how important sleep is, basically. And I've been a big believer of like trying to get eight hours and really trying to get a lot of sleep a good amount of sleep because I feel like I turn into a diva or like I'm worthless and grumpy crybaby if I don't get a certain amount of sleep. And they really go into detail with science why sleep is so important. So if you're somebody who's tired, somebody who probably doesn't get that eight hours of sleep, I recommend going to listen to this podcast so you can, you know, reprioritize sleep. And it made me actually want to maybe do a podcast about sleep because uh, it's very important, you know, Plain and simple. A lot of people sacrifice it, especially in American culture. And yeah, plain and simple, it's important. Get your get your eight hours, people. It's good stuff. But other than that, check out Duncan Trussell's Family Hour with Chris Ryan. Another fun podcast. I really enjoyed it. When those two get together, they always talk about some crazy stuff. Uh, it's just a kind of a wild, spiritual, you know, fun, flowing conversation. And yeah, so check that out. But um, that's it. So I'll hit you with the music here. Uh, the music in order is Cough Syrup by Young the Giant, Acid Rain by Chance the Rapper, and We Don't Care by Kanye West. So until next time, folks, have a great weekend or oh, yeah. <laughs> week. And I got the perfect song for the man child. Sing. Oh. And all my people that's drug dealing just to get by. Stack your money till it gets sky high. This is your first time hearing this, you are about to experience something so cold, We never had nothing handed, took nothing for granted, took nothing from no man, man, I'm my own man, but as a shorty, I looked up to the dope man, only a dope man, I knew that wasn't